So good to see you. Welcome to church, everyone. Welcome to the last service in 2019. And hasn't it been an amazing year? I believe God has blessed each one of us individually. I believe each one of us has seen God's love, God's goodness, God's mercy in your life. And I believe that each one of us could tell a testimony about what God has done for you. And this is how we want to start the service today. We want to start the service by sharing some of the testimonies of the house, some testimonies of people who are here at BICC, testimonies that I pray will encourage you when, when your prayer is not answered yet. I pray that those testimonies will encourage you and give you new strength to hold on and to keep on believing and pressing in and praying in because God can, can come through in your situation. But I also pray that those testimonies remind us of all the good things that we have seen in our lives this year. So please come to stage. Tiago, Janine, Samuel, Julia, and Joel, and let's welcome them with applause. So good to see you guys. Hope you're doing well. Amazing. So each one of you has prepared a, a special testimony, and Tiago, you will start, right? Yes, yeah, so hi, my name is Tiago. Uh, I'm a Brazilian. I've been living here in Berlin for about two years and a half, and I've been serving here at BICC for about two years. And this was an incredible year, and God pushed me to do something that I thought I'd never do, that was to buy an apartment. And it's more specifically, the one I was renting, so my landlord decided to, to sell it, and then I decided to buy it. And that's the thing, right? Buying an apartment is like a long time commitment, like 20, 25 years, and then if you're German, you have a good job, you speak German and everything, then you go apply for a mortgage, things are usually easier. But my situation was a bit different. I don't have a permanent residence permit, I don't have an European passport, so I depend on my visa to stay here, and I didn't have much money actually to pay up front, but I did it, and then I went through it, and I, I really believed in God, I had faith that he wanted me to do it, and in the end, it all worked out. And there, is one, there was one moment I want to share to you. Like, I shared my story with Pastor Claudia, and then she prayed for me. And then she was praying that the, the people in the banks, like, uh, reviewing my mortgage application, everything, they would see that that application was something special, was something for God. And then they would make it work, even though the conditions were very difficult. And I think a couple of days later, after she prayed for me, I got an email from my broker say, hey, I just had a meeting with the bank and we are trying to find a way to give you the mortgage because you know, because your visa and everything, so it's very complicated, but it's gonna work out. And uh, in the end, it all worked out. I got the apartment, I got the mortgage, and God is good. He's always there for us, opening the doors and helping us throughout our difficulties. Amen, amazing, great. Janine, what would you like to share with us? So for me, 2019 has been a year full of blessings, but I picked my favorite story for you um, to share with you today. At the beginning of this year, I was working as a debt collector at a, a very big bank. Uh, it was a very stressful job. Uh, the, the atmosphere at work was really negative. Uh, we did a lot of work, but we always felt that nothing was ever good enough. So uh, I was actually quite desperate to get into a new job, to get out of this situation. Um, I must have prayed for it about every day. A lot of people were praying together with me. I went through a lot of applications, processes. I sent out lots of applications, but nothing really worked. 
Um, I remember this one uh, uh, application process in particular. I went through all the interviews. I even went in for um, a training day. Um, so I thought my chances were pretty good for getting this job, but I didn't get it. And I was pretty surprised as to why this happened. Um, until a few weeks later when I found out that the company actually had gone bankrupt. And in fact, my team ended up hiring three individuals from this particular company. And this encouraged me to, to realize that um, God probably had a better plan for me. I just didn't know it yet. So my decision was to start to give up looking and wait for God's time. Now the months to follow weren't easy, but God gave me the strength to pull through and to battle this situation every day. Until in July, I got um, an email that reminded me of a job application I did in October 2018. I'd quite forgotten about this application, but they asked me if I was still interested in the position and if I wanted to apply again. I did, I went to the interview. Uh, the company had uh, made a pretty good first impression on me and I felt that they were quite happy with my application as well. They did offer me the job, but to be honest, I didn't say yes. Um, in the very beginning. I'd asked them for a couple of days to think about it because um, I just had, off, had been um, offered the opportunity to get a permanent contract in the job I had done. And it seemed like a good opportunity. And also, um, to be very honest with you, the, um, the money that they, uh, the, the, uh, they offered me, the new company offered me, it wasn't really up to what I was hoping for. But I said yes anyway, I made a leap of faith. I started working for this company the 1st of November. They gave me a permanent contract straight away. And also upon receiving my first pay slip, I realized I'm actually making more money than I did in my previous job. <laughs> also, another thing that happened was a few weeks into the job, I also got the news that my previous employer decided not to hire any new people. And also they uh, were going to terminate all the, the, the temporary contracts. So I got out just in time. It's only been two months into this job, but I can already say it's a great fit. I seem to fit into the, the team really well, and I'm very happy to have the opportunity to learn new things and to develop myself in a new direction. So I'm very grateful to stand here today to give praise to God for giving me the right job at the right time. Amen. Praise God. Some of you, you have something to share as well, right? Sure, I do. Praise God. Um, it's been a little bit over a year since I came to Germany, to Berlin. Um, I came to pick up an employment, so I work here as a software engineer. But when I came, I couldn't come at the same time with my family, so I had to leave my wife behind when I came. Um, when I got a job, which was actually in June of 2018, I, myself and my wife, we applied for a visa to come to Germany at the same time. And I got mine in December and I came. And though she had submitted all the papers, we had provided all the documents, but um, there was just delay and we didn't know why. And this was particularly difficult because um, when I left, um, my wife had some health issues after I left, and there was no support, there was no one to be with her, and it was really difficult. But um, <clears throat> along the line, um, after a couple of months, sometime in July, 
We had not still heard anything from the embassy. It's been months ago since the last communication where they requested for some documents and we had provided everything and nothing. And so I just told my wife to write an email and just ask, like, what's going on with the application? And to God be the glory, all this while we've been trusting him and hoping that, okay, something will come up soon. Sometime we'll hear some news, but nothing. And then when she sent this email, um, two days later, they responded and said, oh, visa is ready. Please just come and pick it up. Hallelujah. <laughs> it was funny because it took eight and a half months before um, she could come to Germany. And we just did not understand what was causing the delay, but it was just there. But through the period, through the time, we kept on trusting God that something would happen soon. And to God be the glory, she got a visa and she came and I think she's somewhere in church now. <laughs> I just want to thank God because um, he did it. It was a long wait, but we trusted him and he came through for us. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Julia, you want to share something as well, right? Yes, I would like to talk about my family today. And this year, I had so many great opportunities to talk about God, and they were really open and listened. And my mom actually keeps saying that she can't believe in God yet, but that she really, really wants to. And I think she's really close to giving her life to God, actually, and I'm just really excited to what's going to happen next. Also, my grandma loves coming to our church. She's come, she comes every once in a while, and when she's here, she serves on the welcome team. And she lives three hours away, so sometimes she actually got up at 5, or she got up at 4 to get on the train at 5, so that she could be here on time for setup at 8 a.m., just because she loves being here so much, and she really wants to be here all day. And she says that, yeah. <laughs> and she said it's because the people here are so nice and so friendly and so loving, and she just feels accepted the way she is, and I think that's just so cool. When I prepared to share this testimony, I actually asked my mom what she thinks I should talk about. And she said I should share that her marriage has gotten a lot better this year. She read a book about the five love languages, which are different ways that people have of expressing and receiving love. And she said after reading this book, she realized that my dad still does care about her, where she felt like he hadn't. And their marriage has really gotten a lot better since they both realized that they have different love languages. And I had a real cool moment in March this year. I was visiting my old host family who I had stayed with during my exchange year in the US. And back then I was still in high school and I was really dreading going back home. And I remember that one night towards the end of my stay, my host mom prayed for me. And she prayed that I would go back home and just be filled with so much joy and excitement at the thought of seeing my parents. And that really wasn't true back then. But this year as I was visiting, she was taking me to the airport and I was like, man, I haven't seen my parents in so long. I can't wait to see them. And I was just feeling so excited. And I remembered that prayer from six years ago, and I told her, hey, do you remember that prayer? And she did remember that prayer, and we were both just praising God because it had been answered, and we actually realized it had been answered. Amen. Amazing. Wow. Joel, you have something to say as well. Yes, 2019 was a great year for me, a blessed year. 
and I want to share why. Um, this year, I got the opportunity to get into my first job, to get into my first job training, um, which is now started this August. But let's start at the beginning. At the beginning of this year, I had a long time where I prayed for a job because I was finished with school and I didn't know what the next steps are. So I prayed to God to show me the way and I did a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of different like works, tried everything, but nothing really seemed to work out. So um, one day, all of a sudden, a leader in church comes up to me and says, hey, someone in church is looking for an employee and I had you in mind. And so, uh, so I said, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Let's try it. And didn't expect too much. So the next week, I already got the job interview. And before the job interview, I prayed and fasted for a few days and went into the, went into the job interview with like a really good feeling. And yeah, the job interview went very, very well. Uh, it was like only 10 minutes and they gave me the contract. And it was like, not only did they offer me to start working in the next week, but they offered me to give me like a whole um, job training for three years, which started in August. And I started working in March there. And ever since I worked there, and it's just been great. It has been a blessing. And yeah, God really worked in my life in that point. Amen. Hey. Yeah, let's, let's give an applause to God for what he has done in the lives of my friends here. You can go off stage, sit down, relax, and enjoy the rest of the service. What we just heard here, all the testimonies, and yes, you can give God the praise for it. Those testimonies are, are just a small, a small bit of what God has done in our church this year. And I have some prayer cards here, and I want to read um, some of the cards to you because there are more exciting testimonies to share. Somebody writes here, um, the water baptism today. My little girl will enter a new season in her life. We all thank God for his goodness and mercy. Somebody else writes, I praise God for a promotion at my work. I praise God for a visa that got extended. We praise God for graduation, uh, graduating my PhD in science with high grade, grades by God's grace. Another one, I'm praising God for that I am breathing. I am closed. I am loved. I have a family that loves me very much. Another one writes, I praise God for my grandson, William. He has been healed from a liver tumor. And this little boy actually was here this year. We prayed for him the whole year, and um, I think it was in October, they came, his mom, his family, they came from Munich. He was here in church perfectly well, perfectly fine. Um, another one writes, um, I praise God for the honor and opportunity to serve in the house of God at BICC. Another one writes, I praise God that he has lifted a crippling depression off of me and set me free to rejoice in his love in freedom again. And somebody else writes, I praise God for finally finding a home here in his church where I feel welcomed. I searched for a long time and I am joyful that I found a new spiritual home that will help me find my way back to Jesus. 
Wow, isn't that amazing? So many, so many praises um, that, that come out of this church throughout the year of, of 2019, and, and that's just some cards. We have much, much more, but that's, that's just a little bit that we wanted to share with you this last Sunday of the year. The Sunday is um, under the title, Finishing Strong. And, and what I just read, that last prayer card, where somebody is, is so thankful for finding a home, for finding a church where they can grow, where they can find their way back to Jesus, a, a church where they are welcomed. I do believe this is one of the biggest secrets of finishing strong being in the house of God, being planted in one house. And I have a psalm for us that reveals the secret. So let's go to Psalm 27, and I will read the verses 1 to 6 for you. There it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come and devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the one thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfection and meditating in His temple. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in a sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At a sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Amen. Amen. This psalm for me is is one of the most beautiful and inspiring psalms that King David has ever written. And King David, when he writes about attacks and, and enemies around him, when, when he talks about battles, when, when he talks about conflicts, he actually knows what he is talking about. And when you think that your Christmas family reunion was terrible, you should take a look at David's family. He had the father who didn't even count him in as one of his sons when the prophet Samuel showed up. He had brothers who made fun of him all the time. He had a father-in-law who wanted to destroy him. He had kids who rebelled against him. And one of his sons even wanted to kill him and steal his throne. You know, on the other hand, David, he made some big mistakes as well. Big mistakes that caused trouble in the family, outside the family. And additionally, he was at war almost his entire life. He was a warrior fighting almost his entire life. And to me, it's amazing that despite all of this, despite the trouble, despite the difficulty, David was able to finish strong. And he was able to finish strong because he knew where his strength comes from. David knew that his strength comes from the Lord, and that's why David gave God and his house the first place. David knew about the power of God. David knew about the power of giving. He knew about the power of worship. But David also knew that God and his house belong together. That you cannot separate God from his house. 
And the same is true for us today. Ephesians 5.35 says that Jesus and the church are one. Jesus and the church are one. You cannot separate Jesus from the church, but when you take the whole package, Jesus and the church, you will have a whole lot of strength. And David surely was aware of that. I mean, think of it. When we think back to that psalm, there is an army ready to attack him. The battle is in front of him. And the only thing that David seeks, the only thing David wants is to be in the house of the Lord. I don't know what, what you want when, when you are in a conflict or when you know you have to go back to work tomorrow where that colleague is that is really nasty to you or back to school and you have a test and, and you are sure you will fail. I don't know what you are thinking about. But in the face of conflict, the thing that David wants is to be in the house of the Lord. He's not asking God for wisdom. He's not asking for protection. He is not even asking God to give him the power to beat his enemies. The only thing is to be in the house of the Lord because David knew that this is the place where you can find the strength to face any battle. Let me say that again, to be in the house of God, being here gives you the strength to face any battle that comes your way. And I don't know what battles you have to face right now. I don't know what battles will come in 2020 to your life and to mine, but I do know where we can find the strength to stand strong and finish strong. It is to be here in the house. It is putting God first. It is putting his house first. So I want to encourage us as we, as we finish strong 2019 and starting strong 2020, I want to encourage us to strengthen ourselves daily by reading the word of God, by praising him, by talking to him, by building our relationship with him. And additionally, to give God's church the priority in our life. Make your local church a place where you are known, a place where you belong, a place where you can come and find help. Not just come and go, but join the family. Be here. Because here in God's house, in his presence, as we encounter him, as we encounter his word during worship, during prayer, during the message, we will find strength. But it is also the people you meet here who can make all the difference when it comes to the battles that you have to face. Here in church are people you can talk to, people who will pray with you, people who will listen, who will encourage and who will walk with you through the season you are in. And all of this, all of this together, strengthen ourselves at home and also here in the church. All of this will not only prepare you for your battles, it will also give you hope and new strength when the battle is on and it also will provide a place for you where you can recover and celebrate when the battle is over. Amen. And all of this in the house of God will help you to finish strong. It will help you to finish strong. When we look back to the testimonies we heard in the beginning, all those testimonies are flowing out of the house of God. Those testimonies flowing out of lives of people who made God 
and his house the priority in their life, who made Berlin Church their home. Those testimonies flow out of friendships that were built here in the house, conversations that were taking place, prayers taking place, truth spoken into their lives. Hands hold and walking through that season you are in. This is where those testimonies flow out. So, so let's be like them. Let's be like those guys. Let's be like David. Let's give God and his house the priority so you can finish strong in 2019, but also start strong in 2020. And we will help you with that. We have prepared so many great things for January. Next week, we will kick off the year with Anointing Sunday. And in the evening, we have Revival Night. Gary Cooper will join us. He's a special friend and a great speaker. And afterwards, we have a whole series into January, starting strong so you can get ready for more. We have Scott Wilson coming, end of the month. And we have um, our Upper Room Prayer Night that will come also in January. So we are ready to help you starting strong. And I pray that you take those opportunities, that you come, that you receive, that you, that you take the opportunity to put God and his house first and find the strength for the battles that you have to fight. Can we do that together? Amen, I would say that. I'm so excited. I am so excited because I do believe that next year will be even better than this year. We've seen great things, but I know that God is not done. He is not done in your life. He's not done in this church. He is not done in the city of Berlin. I know that he wants to come and bring salvation. And that's why we need to put his house in the center because it is in the house that people find him. We've seen that every weekend. Hands were raised to receive Jesus and that is a praise that we can give back to God because it's a miracle every time somebody raises their hand. But it cannot happen without a house, without a place, without a home for all of you and for those who will join. So let's pray right into that. If you would lift your hands with mine and let's pray together. Jesus, I thank you so much. I thank you for the year of 2019. I thank you, God, that you've shown your love, that you've shown your goodness, that you've shown your mercy. God, I thank you for every healing touch that we have received. God, thank you for doors that you opened, for new jobs, for new apartments, blessings that came into our life. God, we give you the glory for all of this. We give you the glory for every good thing that you've done in our lives. But God, I pray that surely goodness and mercy will follow us into 2020. That your goodness, that your love will rest on us. That your grace is with us, Lord. So we can be strong and fight any battle that comes our way. And God, thank you that you are for us, that you are with us, that you will never leave us or forsake us. Thank you, God, that you are preparing each one of us for all the things that you have for us. Thank you, God that you will give us the strength to stand strong and to build the house of God, to be the family of God, a place where people can come and find strength, a place where people can come and find salvation and healing and restoration. And God, I, I pray that right now you speak individually into every heart. And please show us all the things we can be thankful for and all the things we 
we can look forward to for 2020. And God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the glory and we know you are the same God yesterday, today and forever. The same God who created the universe by the power of his word is present with us right now. And that means there's hope. There's hope for you. There's hope for me. There's hope for the city. There is hope for the nation of Germany. God, and I am looking forward to what you want to do the next decade in Germany. And I pray that Germany won't be the same after you're done, after you've come with your Holy Spirit pouring out so people can return to you. And I give you praise in advance because I know that you will do it. And the church says, Amen. Amen. Come on. Our God is great. He is with us. He is for us. We can rejoice. And you know that we never close a service here without giving people the opportunity to say yes to that God. And let me tell you, there's a difference between knowing about God, even knowing that He is real, and really giving your life to Him. Really saying yes to Him and inviting Him into your life. Maybe you are here for the first time today. Maybe somebody brought you here and you don't even know why you're here, but you found something, you sensed something. I tell you, this is God reaching out to you. He's stretching his hand toward you and he wants to give you the opportunity to finish strong this year by saying yes to him. Maybe you once had a relationship to God. Maybe you, once you were close, but, but right now it's, that's not the case. If this is you, today is your day to finish strong by recommitting your life to Christ. And if you want to do that with every eye closed, every head bowed, I would like you to lift your hand. I would like you to remember that day where you said yes to God, maybe for the first time and maybe for a second or third time. I want you to remember that day. So every eye closed, every head bowed, you can lift your hands now. And I see you, lady, over there. Thank you so much. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Amazing. Church, let's get to our freedom. Let's give God some praise for salvation in the house. The last Sunday of 2019. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to invite you together as a church. Let's pray that prayer. Those of you who prayed for the first time, pray it with all your heart. And the rest of us, let's join them and as well pray it with all your heart. Are you ready? Three people in the back, are you ready? Come on! Father in heaven, I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. Thank you for your amazing love. I repent of my sins and thank you for your forgiveness. Come into my life and give me a fresh start. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Help me to live my life for you from this day forward. Amen and amen and amen.